Yes, welcome back to the Ivory Tower, a show about high art and literature. My name is Dr. Pete Zaw. Today we will be picking up where we left off in the canon. Say, what do you have there in your matchbox? I got more Morgulons, of course, because it's crystal clear. You're listening to more Morgulons. It's not going to be some boring-ass, stupid show with experts telling you about shit that nobody knows. Right? And that doesn't matter because this does matter. And I don't even pretend to know what I'm talking about, y'all. No. Um, there is a group of people out there who claim to be gang-stalked. Yes. Yes, they call themselves TIs, but targeted individuals. They started around 2001. They coalesced on the internet. Sound familiar, Morgies? Huh. Talk about humility. Let's look into this. Stay tuned. For the first episode of season two, I got more Morgulons. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. today on this beautiful Tuesday that I got invited for my third interview for the director of nursing position I applied for a few weeks ago. Actually, it was a few months ago, but I just started interviewing with them. By the sixth or seventh interview, should be good to go. Y'all, this is crazy. I'm like, I know you want me. Just say it. Let's talk numbers. Okay, um, that's great news. But anyway... I want to talk to y'all about something that I learned about last night. Looking through the New York Times, I found an article that just dropped my jaw and made me really scratch my head. Talk about um, being, you know, deeply seated in your certainty of your own uncertainty, if that makes any sense. And it probably doesn't, but what I'm trying to say is I don't know what to think anymore. United States of Paranoia, they see gangs of stalkers. That's the title of this article written in 2016, June 10th, by Mike McFate. Okay, you ready, y'all? This is from the New York Times. Sorry, New York Times, if you don't want me reading this, you let me know and I'll take it down. A lot of people will be sad, but I'll do what you say. Okay, nobody believed him. His family told him to get help. But Timothy Trespass, an out-of-work recording engineer in his early 40s, was sure he was being stalked. And not by just one person, but dozens of them. He would see the operatives, he said, disguised as ordinary people lurking around his midtown Manhattan neighborhood. Sometimes they bumped into him and whispered nonsense into his ear, he said. Now you see how it works, they would say. 
At first, Mr. Trespass wondered if it was all in his head. Then he encountered a large community of like-minded people on the internet who call themselves targeted individuals, or TIs, who described going through precisely the same thing. The group was organized around the conviction that its members are victims of a sprawling conspiracy to harass thousands of everyday Americans with mind control weapons and armies of so-called gang stalkers. The goal, as one gang stalking website put it, is to, quote, destroy every aspect of a targeted individual's life. A growing tribe of troubled minds. Mental health professionals say the narrative has taken hold among a group of people experiencing psychotic symptoms that have troubled the human mind since time immemorial, except now victims are connecting on the internet, organizing and defying medical explanations for what's happening to them. Sound familiar, y'all? Let's keep going. The community, conservatively estimated to exceed 10,000 members, sound familiar, y'all, has proliferated since 9-11, uh-huh, cradled by the internet and fed by genuine concerns over government surveillance. A large number appear to have delusional disorder or schizophrenia, psychiatrists say, and psychiatrists say a hell of a lot of things. Uh, yet the phenomena remains virtually unresearched. For the few specialists who have looked closely, these individuals represent an alarming development in the history of mental illness. Thousands of sick people banded together and demanding recognition on the basis of shared paranoias. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm I, I, right here at this point in the article when I'm reading it last night, I'm thinking to myself, damn, this is all hitting home. And at the same time, I'm thinking... And yet, these people are crazy. Uh, But let's keep going. Perhaps their biggest victory came last year when believers in Richmond, California, persuaded the city council to pass a resolution banning space-based weapons that they believe could be used for mind control. A similar lobbying effort is underway in in Tucson. An echo chamber of paranoia, Dr. Lorraine Sheridan, who is co-author of perhaps the only study of gang stalking. So this was written in 2016. She's got a new one out, y'all, 2020 style. Um, It's... Very interesting. Um, But anyway, said that the community poses a danger that sets it apart from other groups promoting troubling ideas such as anorexia or suicide. On those topics, the internet abounds with medical information and treatment options. An internet search for gang stalking, however, turns up page after page of results that regard it as fact. What's scary for me is that there are no counter sites that try and convince targeted individuals that they are delusional, Dr. Sheridan said. Kind of like how back in the Dizay uh, in the early 2000s when Mary Leda was getting her Morgulon on for the first time and she created her nonprofit, uh, Morgulon's Research Foundation, uh, up sprang a, a rival kind of site, if you will, called Morgulon's Watch. And it was supposed to be like, uh, you know, crackpot busting, myth busting about Morgulons, as if they knew, as if anyone knows. But what the hell's going on with these gang stalkers? Oh, let's keep going. Uh, they end up in a closed ideology echo chamber, she said. In instructional tracks online, veterans of the movement explain the ropes to rookies. Do not engage with the voices in your head. If your relatives tell you you're imagining things, they could be in on it. Do not visit a psychiatrist. You know, y'all, that's always probably pretty sound advice. I mean, if you like your money and don't like pseudoscience, but, you know, who am I to say because... Quite honestly, I know a lot of people like their psychiatrist, uh, feel that they benefit from the practice of psychiatry and the treatments provided by it, and more power to y'all if y'all feel that way. I just personally disagree. 
The tribe cuts across all classes and professions and includes lawyers, soldiers, artists, and engineers in Facebook forums and call-in support groups. They commiserate over the skepticism of their loved ones and share stories of black vans that circle the block or co-workers conscripted into the campaign. They have self-published dozens of ebooks with titles like Tortured in America and My Life Changed Forever. In hundreds of YouTube videos, they offer testimonials and try to document evidence of their stalking. Y'all, this is getting just silly now. Even confronting unsuspecting strangers. Wouldn't it be funny if they confronted a Morgulons person and a Morgulons person was like, hey, you think you're being stalked by mind control bots? Check out these bots. Uh, I got Morgulons. Um, it'd be a heyday. Who day? Hoot nanny. They wanted to basically destroy me, and they did. A young mother in Phoenix says in one video, choking back tears, she lost custody of her daughter and was sent to a behavioral health hospital, says the woman whose name is being withheld to protect her privacy. But I'm going to fight back for the rest of my life. I think I've said those exact words on this show. You guys, I think I've said those exact words. Um, this is when you start questioning yourself, like, am I crazy? Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I've been crazy this whole time. And I'm going to have to do a new season about how I'm crazy. The first season was about how I'm not crazy. And the second season is about how I'm crazy. <laughs> not so fast. Let's keep reading. She adds, and guess what? I'm not crazy. Well, wait till season two, lady. Uh, Dr. Sheridan's study written with a Dr. David James, a forensic psychiatrist. A forensic psychiatrist is just somebody who works in the jails. Y'all don't let it fool you. That's what that forensic word means. Forensic nurse. I'm a forensic nurse. You work in the jails. I'm a forensic psychiatrist. You work in the jails. Nothing wrong with it. Those, those people need services as well. Criminals are people. But uh, yeah, that's all that means. Don't let it throw you off. A forensic psychiatrist examined 128 cases of reported gang stalking. It found all the subjects were most likely delusional. Well, that's what they always find. But maybe they were. I mean, it sounds pretty far out. And so does Morgulons, but yeah. Dr. Sheridan's study, written with Dr. David James, a forensic psychiatrist, examined... Oh, we already said that. Um, one has to think of the TI phenomenon in terms of people with paranoid symptoms who have hit upon the gang-stalking idea as an explanation of what is happening to them, uh, Dr. James said. Perhaps unsurprisingly, the community is divided over the contours of the conspiracy. Uh, that's a well-written sentence, isn't it? Some believe the financial elite is behind it. Uh, other, I think that should be R behind it, the financial elite. That's a plural. Anyway, uh, word nerd, my English degree coming out, showing now, y'all. Others blame aliens, their neighbors, Freemasons, or some combination. The movement's most prominent voices, however, tend to believe that surveillance is part of a mind control field test done in preparation for global domination. The military establishment, the theory goes, never gave up on the ambitions of MK Ultra. Mm, y'all know what that is? We might talk about that in another episode. Basically, it was some really, really unethical uh, psyops that the CIA did back in the mid-century, uh, 60s and such like that. Um, the CIA's infamous program to control the mind, okay, in the 50s and 60s. A leading proponent of that view is an anesthesiologist from San Antonio named John Hall. In his 2009 book, A New Breed, Satellite Terrorism in America, Dr. Hall gave his own account of being targeted. Agents bleached his water, he wrote, and bombarded him with voices making murderous threats. The book made a splash because of the messenger, a licensed member of the medical establishment, who was telling those who feel targeted that psychiatrists were misleading them. A janitor knows as much about the human mind, he wrote. Dr. Hall, you and I are on the same page when you write that. Um, Dr. Hall, 51, was invited for an interview on Coast to Coast AM, a conspiracy-minded radio show based in California that is said to reach millions of listeners. After that, he said, I had probably three or 4,000 emails from people saying, it's happened to me in this state, it's happened to me in Florida, it's happening to me in California. Florida? California? Hmm. 
interesting. The similarities of the cases spoke to a wide-ranging campaign. He said, if the psychiatrists want to say that this is schizophrenia or delusional disorder, that's fine, he said. But every one of these victims have the same story. While Dr. Hall has faced scrutiny from the Texas Medical Board over his mental fitness, he retains his license. Good for you, Dr. Hall. Over time, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want you putting me one... Uh, a thread away from death, but he seems competent. You know, we can't judge. We don't know. Like they said, it's not research. Nobody's looked into it, right? Uh, let's keep going. Um, so over time, however, many others who identified as gang stalking victims end up out of work. They are mocked by colleagues, tolerated by family, friends, and spouses fall away. That's so sad. That's so sad. I wonder if it's true. Probably, maybe. I don't know don't know. Uh, the despair that results has led some to lash out in violence. Many in the community, for example, are convinced that Aaron Alexis, who killed 12 people at the Washington Navy Yard in 2013, was a victim. Mr. Alexis, a former sailor, left behind a document accusing the Navy of attacking his brain with, quote, extremely low-frequency electromagnetic waves. On the side of his shotgun were etched the words, my elf weapon. Y'all, I tend to think this person may have actually had a psychotic disorder in addition to being a cold-blooded killer and taker of human lives. We're not condoning that. Uh, We pray for you, Mr. Alexis. It's God's job to forgive. It was unclear when Myron May's mental distress began, but by the fall of 2014, it had become too much. He quit his job as a prosecutor in New Mexico and traveled to Florida. There, he videotaped a testimonial about how gang stalking had ruined his life. As you can see right now, he says into the camera, I am totally not crazy. Laying out his case, he describes an episode at a gas station where he believes somebody in dark glasses was mimicking his movements. It's really creepy, he said. Everything I did, he did. Later in the video, he prays for forgiveness for his future sins. Father, he says, right now I ask that you look down on all the targeted individuals across the globe, help them to cope with this madness. On November 20th, 2014, Mr. May walked into a library at Florida State University where he had graduated in 2005 and shot three people, leaving one paralyzed. Oh, he dared the police to kill him and then fired in their direction before being fatally shot, officials said. He was 31. Terrible. So sad. So tragic. So tragic. All those deaths, including his own. So tragic. The vast majority of people with psychosis never resort to violence. Still, studies suggest that a small number of those experiencing psychotic episodes, especially paranoid thoughts accompanied by voices making commands, are more likely to act on hostile urges than people without a mental illness. Yeah, many in the TI community, as anyone would, have repudiated the shootings by Mr. Alexis and Mr. May, but some also harbor troubling views about their perceived oppressors. They question how people could be so cruel. Gotta meet cruelty with compassion. Karen Stewart of Tallahassee, Florida, believes large numbers of regular people have been brainwashed by the National Security Agency into thinking that she's a traitor or terrorist. Wherever she goes, she says, to church, to the grocery store, to the doctor's office, they are there watching. It baffles her, she said, but worse, it makes me so angry to see how many people in this country are sociopaths. They are absolute groupthink drones, as she said. I don't even consider them human anymore. Well, my dear, my dear Mary, my dear, dear Karen, uh, we are all human, um, even those of us who are sociopaths uh, are humans, so don't ever forget that. Um, I, I didn't mean to say us. I'm not a sociopath, y'all. Um, I'm just a little bit conceited. Um, Susan Clancy, a Harvard-trained psychologist who has researched people who believe they've been abducted by aliens, believe they've been abducted by aliens, said it could be extremely difficult to dissuade patients who have latched on to beliefs that they explain that they think explain their delusions. I think it's a need for meaning and a need to understand your life and the problems you're having, she said. You're not somebody meaningless. You're being followed by the CIA. 
In that way, Dr. Clancy said, the behavior shares a trait with religious belief. To abandon it would be life upending. Paula Trespass, Mr. Trespass's mother, said she avoided debating with him. It wasn't something that he was really making up. She said he really felt the way he felt and experienced what he experienced. I got to the point where I was just finally saying to him, I'm very, very sad that you have to go through this. I wish that there was something that I could do. That's a good mom right there. It's a good mom. The big hope is that society will wake up to what's happening and put a stop to it. Those who feel targeted say, in some cases, they do seek psychiatric help. In others, the delusions subside. For the rest, the prognosis isn't good. Psychiatrists say many contemplate suicide. Don't do it. Don't do it. Mr. Trespass, now 49, says he went so far as to prepare a rope. Sitting at a coffee shop in Brooklyn last month, he says the stalking has thankfully quieted down, but he says his harassers have also been seeding his body with morgulons, a painful insect-like infestation of the skin that many doctors say is psychosomatic. He is gaunt with weary, sad eyes. It's been eight years since it all began. He says he can't hold a job. His friends have drifted away. The online community has been a crucial support, he says, but But we don't know exactly what's happening. He says, maybe we're believing the wrong thing. I don't know. That's why I try to keep my mind open about who and what and why and how. One thing he is certain of, though, he says, he's not crazy. Well, well, well. I have a lot to say about this article. If you would like to hear it, and if you'd like to share your thoughts, leave a comment. But if you'd like to hear it, just stay tuned. That's up next. I read this story to Tom 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 last night and he said when I was finished he said well so what do you think and I said I don't know what to think and he said do you think that they're the gang stalked the TIs or does this make you more likely to believe them and I said god no it makes me more likely to believe that Morgulons isn't real because that shit is cray cray um Here's the thing, though. At the end of the day, at the end of the episode here, I'm not sure that I'm qualified to say that. Um, And that is really something to say. Because this sounds, again, batshit. But who am I? Literally, like, here's the thing, you guys. (sighs) You know, if somebody, like, took the time to follow around maybe, like, 20 of these people and see if they, you know... Like, if they're in the same city, I mean, how many, like, agents, operatives do you have? Like, maybe, surely you're going to see the same face more than once. Um, Maybe just do a little bit of footwork, a little gumshoe detective work, you know? I don't know. Um, Find out what's going on here. This seems ludicrous and, like, classic uh, delusions of persecution, which is the most common delusion, type of of delusion uh, that people have. Um, The thing that, to me... When, when I sat there talking with Tompy Tomp Tomp last night, you know, we both said, yeah, there's a lot of parallels between the Morgies and the TIs. And yeah, maybe, maybe there's something to it. Um, but at the same time, well, then how do you explain XYZ that we've experienced, that he and I have experienced, and that maybe you have experienced as well, with physical symptoms that you can document. I mean, I know for a fact that it's not delusional that there's stuff coming out of my skin, my face, my hands. Yeah, my face is still rotting off, y'all. It don't stop 
got more mortar wands, not less. Um, but yeah, you know, thank God I got the morgies at the best year to get the morgies that you could possibly get the year of the mask. Sweet. Um, but yeah, you know, to me, I don't understand it. Maybe maybe the CIA is doing some MK Ultra updated 2.0. I don't know. I doubt it, kind of. Um, because what would be the point? Like, literally, what would just to do psychological ops on an unwitting group of Americans at a great... I mean, it just... I don't know. It just seems like maintaining this bureaucracy of agents and such would be quite, quite a doozy to keep secret. And what would be the purpose? Um... Again, that's why I don't really support any of the Morgulon theories around uh, government conspiracies as a cause. Um, I have to acknowledge there's a lot of parallels, a lot of similarities between the TIs and the Morgies. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm not going to say whether or not I think they're crazy. I don't honestly know. Sounds like it. I know that I sound crazy, but I know I'm not crazy. So who the fuck am I to judge? I'm not. That's, that's, that's for the Holy Spirit to figure out. Meanwhile, I'm doing more Morgulons, y'all. I think it's a lot more likely that we got some agrobacterium out there um, causing genetic mutations in uh, normal pathogens or uh, normal species or something, and it's uh, become a new emerging infectious illness that has a very real, very documented, uh, uh, highly believable, incredible uh, physical evidence to support what's going on with the the morgies not sure about the ti's but i wish them the best truly i do god bless you all um and that's all that's all for today i want to talk more about agrobacterium tomorrow though because i think this is uh my pet theory of the month the month uh, almost being november where has the time gone and they canceled halloween Mm, mm, mm. Okay, stay tuned.